It's time for America's most unique motorsports show, Mostly Motorsports with Scott Trailer, brought to you by Lucas Oil Products. It works. Good afternoon, everyone. Welcome to Mostly Motorsports. I'm Scott Trailer, along with producer Austin O'Neill. Kirk Elliott hanging out with us as he does each and every Monday. Kirk, how are you doing today, bud? I'm doing great. How are you? I'm doing all right. Uh, um, not as good as you, though. Um, unfortunately, your Iowa State uh, team lost this weekend, didn't they, bud? Yeah, you mean you mean you're doing better than me? I'm doing a little bit better than yeah. you than my my Chiefs won yesterday. Yeah, yeah. yeah my Cyclones uh, didn't perform well down at Oklahoma State, but. Uh, you know, if you're a Cowboy fan down there, you're happy because you broke a two-game losing streak. But uh, for us Cyclone fans, it's six losses in the last seven games. Six losses in seven games. Yes. Not good. What is the problem with Iowa State right now? Poor offense. Just the offense not getting it done. Running game is bad. Offensive line is bad. They're just not getting it done offensively. Defense is elite level. The defense is as good as there is in the country, but the offense right. not scoring points. So l- let me ask you this. You guys missing that running back that you had last year. Oh, big time. Brees yeah. Hall, yeah, who uh, got drafted by the Jets, and then he's out for the season for the Jets. Oh, is he out? Yeah, he got hurt here a few weeks back and out for the year. Mm. And then we lost our quarterback, Brock Purdy, who's the backup to uh, Garoppolo out there at San Francisco. Yeah. Has he played any this year? He got in one game against the Chiefs. He did. In mop-up time at the end of the game. Yeah, that's right. Yeah, You saw it. Yeah, yeah. Your Chiefs did well yesterday. Uh, Not too bad. Not too bad. Um, It's our Chiefs. I like them, too. I'm a fan of them. Right, right. Well, Well, sure you are. Why wouldn't you be? I'm not as rabid about them as you are, but I love the Chiefs, so... Um, so, um, Tammy, she just chimed in. She said, but your Cyclones did beat my West Virginia Mountaineers. Uh, yeah, that's the only, that's the only (laughs) win in the last seven games. (laughs) Oh my God. Oh, well. Um, so Kirk, you'll never disown your team though. Oh no, never. No. I see. I went to school there. Graduate alumna. Yeah. So I'm with them through thick and thin, right. as they say. Yeah. I'll be there no matter what. Yeah, no doubt. Um, what'd you think of the Chiefs yesterday? Uh, that Patrick Mahomes, if if he is not the best player in the NFL, then tell me who is. He is the man. He has to be right. And now, and and it was so great yesterday to watch Minnesota. Beat the Buffalo Bills. You like that? The the Bills fans who might be listening in didn't like it very much. Well, I'm sure there might be a couple Bills fans out there on the East Coast that listen to our show. Um, but let me tell you, I, I took great pleasure. First of all, I thought the game was over. You know, when, when Minnesota didn't get the – when Kirk Cousins tried to – do a quarterback sneak into the end zone. I thought the game was over. He didn't make it in there. And then 
their quarterback comes out and fumbles the ball. Josh Allen turned it over. First of all, he's not doing very good this year. Too many turnovers. He, he's he got more turnovers than anybody else in the NFL. He's turned into a turnover machine. Isn't that crazy? Yeah. Yeah. So it's looking better every day. I know it's still November. There's still a long ways to go. But it's looking better all the time. The Chiefs will host its fifth straight AFC title game. No, don't say that, Kurt. Don't say that. Don't say that. <laughs> you got a lot of tough games ahead. We, we still got some tough games. Got ahead a lot of, of work to do. Um, and, and to be honest with you, um, we're playing San Diego this weekend, and they're 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 not doing too well. They're going to be motivated to beat the Chiefs. Yeah, this but weekend. every yeah, that's what I'm saying. Every yeah. time you play an a divisional game expected to be a tight game, and it's out there too, right? Sunday night game, right? It is, yeah, yeah, in Los Angeles. So that's not uh, that's not going to be easy pickings. That'll be hard. No, that's not going to be easy for sure, um, and especially after coming off of a loss like they have. Yeah, you know the the thing about uh, San Diego is is that everybody thought that they were going to be the team to beat in our division. Just hasn't worked out that way. It hasn't worked out that way at all. I think I said at the beginning of the year, you're still going to have to go through Kansas City to get to the Super Bowl. You know, a lot of people think that the Bills were going to be the number one seed, right? Yeah. But they haven't done that well. No. You can't turn the ball over. That's, That'll cost you. They've, they've done that a lot lately, haven't they? Again, their quarterback, which I'm not going to mention him by name, because I did mention him by name. I know, I know you did. I know you did. But he, he's just, to be honest with you, um, he's just not doing very, very good this year. In fact, they are third or. I think they're third in their division with their record right now. They're not even at the top of their division right wow. now. Wow. Yeah. So they got a lot of work to do. They got a lot of work to do. But Patrick Mahomes just continues to get it done, doesn't he? He's amazing. How many different receivers did he throw to yesterday? You know, that's the thing. It, 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 you know what really bothered me at the start of the year is when everybody said, oh, you don't have Tyreek Hill it's not going to be good. They're doing just fine. And you said that a long time ago. They'll do just fine they'll, without Tyreek Hill. They'll be Hill. just fine without him. Boy, that hit yesterday on Juju Smith-Schuster. Wow. That was a tough one, wasn't it? He got knocked out. Yeah, is he going to be okay? Well, to be honest with you. Is he in protocol? Is he any kind of protocol or anything like that? You know, I, I, I just think that, um, first of all, I think that Juju Smith-Schuster is our number one receiver right now because he's done a lot of good he's for done us. done a lot. He's done a lot of good for us. Who's the year. new player that scored one touchdown? I hadn't seen him before. Tony? Yeah, he hopped hopped into the end zone. He, he did. That um, was good. I, uh, I didn't even know he was on the team. Caleb says Chiefs had the hardest schedule through the first – Eight, hold on, through the first eight weeks, schedule gets better for us now, harder for the Bills. Wow. Yeah. So looking good. Just keep on winning. You know what the bottom line is? It's in the Chiefs' hands. As long as they continue to 
do it, they'll they'll be. There I don't like you saying that at all, Kurt. I do not like that. It'll be hard. Uh, I'm I, not saying it's going to be easy. All I'm saying is it's in their hands. I just don't like you saying they, that. They can control that it. could jinx us. Don't say that. <laughs> well, it was because uh, you know Patrick can have a bad game once in a while. Oh yeah, yeah, we've seen it. Yeah, and hopefully he stays healthy. Um. Yeah. Juju Smith-Schuster, he's on concussion protocol. Right I now. wondered about that. Yeah. I don't, I don't think he'll play this week. I think he got – listen, they said that he had a hard time getting him off the field. Wow. that That's a big loss. When when you see a guy's arms, when, when somebody gets hit in the head like they did – and that should have been a penalty, by the way. Oh, no doubt. It should have been a penalty. They didn't call it. They didn't call it. But when when the the person that you hit, when his arms are straight out, that says that they're knocked out cold. So I I don't look for uh, I don't look for uh, us to see Juju Smith Schuster. If you're on protocol, it takes what more than a week to get back. A lot of times. Yeah. Um, I think this Tony's going to be pretty good for us, though. Yeah. Yeah. I like I say I I'd never seen him. I didn't even know he was on the team. The only part that I had a problem with yesterday is when he tried to scoop up that ball at the two yard line. Yeah, that's dangerous. That was dangerous. Let, leave it be. Let, let it, ro- let it roll go. into the end zone, right? Yeah, no doubt they'll talk to him about that. Well, I, you know, you never know. They might have just told him to, to go ahead and, and go for it. You never know. Um, he's pretty fast, that guy is. How about they, the Jaguars open up the game with an onside kick and got it? How about that? That caught us off. But they off, didn't score. That caught us <laughs> off guard, didn't yeah. it? Huh? Yeah, I don't think. No one expected that. Right. Um, Caleb said he was asleep on the field. Those rigid arms and legs let you know that he was catching some Z's. Oh, man. Yeah, that was bad. Well, hope he's hope he's going to be okay. They need him. The Chiefs need him. No doubt. All right. Kirk, maybe we ought to talk a little motorsports. What do you think? Well, the biggest event for me this weekend, I'm not sure for you, was the drag racing at Pomona, California. The yeah. championships were settled in the two Nitro classes, and Br- I thought Br- it was a pretty entertaining day of racing out at Pomona. So Brittany Force Sunday. picked up the championship? Her second championship she got it down she went into the weekend with a seven point lead and she started off the weekend getting the number one qualifying spot and breaking the all-time speed record on friday night and she and the john force racing team with david grebnik turning the wrenches uh just made it all connect through the rest of the weekend topped it out they didn't win the uh win the overall for the this race, that was the other top fuel car that John Force owns. Austin Proc won that, but uh, big big day for uh, John Force Racing Ron for Capps, the top fuel. Ron Caps picked up his second straight funny car title, his third overall, and he is the owner. Second year in a row, he won as a team owner. Uh, Ron Caps pulled it out after Robert Height. 
dropped out early, and Eliminations opened up the door for Caps, and he drove right through it. Picked up his second straight So where did Caps end up? How did he end up doing this weekend? Uh, he lost in the final uh, to Cruz Pedregon. So he, he got to the final round. He, he didn't really sold it away until after he made the final round run. Uh, but effectively, he had the championship after winning the semifinals. But to make it official, he had to make that final round run uh, and not cross the finish line. And right. it was his, win or lose. But Cruz Pedregon won the uh, Pedregon final run round. Pedregon ran a 383 with a 9 at 335 mile an hour. Yeah. And Ron Caps run a, a 385 with a zero and 333.16 miles per hour. Yep. Yeah. So uh, big, big weekend for Caps, who this year also won his first ever U.S. Nationals uh, back in Labor Day weekend and pulling off his second straight uh, funny car championship. Uh, Pretty big deal. We love Ron Caps. So, uh, oh yeah, for sure. Um, Kirk. So in the final round, uh, Proc beat Brown, right? Uh, yes. And Austin Proc, he's the other force racing top fuel dragster. Uh, big story there. Uh, Ron Tobler is uh, the co-crew chief on that car. And if you remember who Ron Tobler is, he used to be Shirley Muldowney's husband. And won all those championships oh, back yeah. in the day. Yeah. You remember that? Yeah. He also worked with Ron Caps on his funny car team with Don Sch- when he was with Don Schumacher Racing there for a while. Yeah. And here for the past couple of years, he's worked with uh, Austin Proc. He announced his retirement, and he goes out a big winner as the crew chief after Austin Proc uh, picked up that big victory. And, you know, one other guy that uh, is calling it quits is Ken Black who is the owner of the cars that Greg Anderson uh, drives. He is a five-time champion. Anderson won this weekend, didn't he? And he did win. He beat beat Eric Anders in the final. So Anders had already wrapped up the championship, her fifth. Uh, But Greg Anderson, his 101st win, his 100th win was at the U.S. Nationals back over Labor Day weekend, but Ken Black, as a team owner, goes out a winner, so that was kind of cool to see. Mm. But Erica Enders walks away with a championship. She clinched that a couple of weeks ago at Las Vegas. And in the Pro Stock Motorcycle, Matt Smith wins his sixth championship, ties Dave Schultz and Andrew Hines for six championships in Pro Stock Motorcycle, and his wife, Angie Smith, wins the race. Angel? Uh, Angel fouled out. She, she didn't did. make it. She didn't make it. Yeah. Three-time champion. She fouls out a lot. Well, she, she had the fast. I'm telling you, Angel Sampe had the fastest bike, but she keeps fouling out. She just red lights all the time. Red lights all the time. She, how many times has she red, red lit this Seemed year? Seemed like a lot. And this weekend, she had the fastest bike. She was a fast qualifier? She was a fast qualifier, but didn't get it done. Mm. But Angie Smith is Matt Smith's wife. And not only did Matt pick up the championship, he got beat in the semifinal round, so wasn't able to face off with his wife in the final. Angie beat Joey Gladstone, who won at Topeka back in 
August. Hey, Kirk. Angie Smith comes through with the winner. Big weekend for Matt and Angie Smith. Let me ask you this. How come women are better in drag racing than they are in circle track racing? Well, first of all, drag, it doesn't take very long to finish the race. It only takes about four or five seconds to run a race. Yeah. Right. Uh, Reaction time is is what it's all about. Women are just as good with reaction times as as the guys are. But when it comes to the physical attributes that uh, you got to have in racing to... You know, it's uh, the guys just uh, are built bigger and stronger. That's it. But when you come to drag racing, they don't, you know, the race doesn't last very long. Right. And you take like Erica Enders, you got to have a lot of skill to drive those pro stock cars. She has as much skill as anybody that's ever driven the pro stock cars. She's exceptional on the light, too. Exceptional. And she's also good at everything else that you got to do inside those cars. Uh, but I think a lot of it has to do with the fiscal attributes you got to have to wheel a race car in long races and so forth. Yeah. Guys, let's be honest. Guys are just built stronger and bigger. Well, it, that's why they're better at circle track racing. I think so. Right, yeah. Endurance. Endurance. Right. That's the word I was looking for. Right. And... Uh, you know, there's a reason why they have women's sports and they have men's sports. You know, that's uh, when it comes to racing. I think I think ladies can do well on in, in circle track racing. We've seen it time and time again. But when it comes down to long races, the endurance endurance level is a big deal. Right. A lot of people are afraid to talk about that. Let's let's speak the truth. You know, yeah. guys just have more. Strength level. You know, I got in trouble for saying that once on the air. Yeah. Do you remember that? Sure. Do you remember back? I do. (laughs) Remember that? We were on television, weren't we? Yeah. And I said that, and I got some flack over that. Right. That men are a little more superior than women when it comes to. Not not in intelligence. I'm not going there. Uh, 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 When it comes to brain, brain power, the women are as good, not better than us guys. But uh, when it comes to the body and physical the physical attributes, uh, you have to be an athlete to be successful driving a race car. Kirk, have you ever heard the song, It's a Man's World? I think so, but I don't know how it goes. Uh, it, 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 it talks about... I don't know what it sounds like. Warren Hayes from Government Mule sings that song, and it's really good. It talks about how men built spaceships to go to the moon, built cars, whatnot. Women build cars, though, at the plants. Sure. Right? Yeah. Hmm. Hey, the women can do a lot of things better than well, us guys ju- can let do. Let me just tell you something. My ex-wife is ten times smarter than I am. Sure. Sharon is yeah. exceptionally smart. Made a lot more money than you, too, didn't she? She <laughs> makes a lot more money than I do. Yeah. Yeah. She's uh, She's exceptional. When it comes to brain power, you've known her a long time, yep. haven't you, Kurt? You've known great woman. You've known Sharon since um, what year did we start together? Two thousand. Two thousand. Two thousand. Yep. So you've known Sharon for twenty-three years. I have. Isn't that crazy? And you're still best friends, aren't you? 
Uh, still best friends with my ex-wife. That's cool. Isn't that? That's kind of crazy. The mother of your great daughters. Um, she. I've got great kids, man. Yep. And that's all because of of Sharon. All right, we're going to take a break. When we come back, uh, we're going to talk about um, Brett Marks winning at BAPS. Uh, we'll also talk about Dominic Selzy picking up. He sweeps the ASC of Southwest Region races down there at Coca-Paul Speedway. We'll also talk about Ricky Thornton Jr. dominates the Peach State Classic. And uh, Bobby Pierce, he soars to uh, uh, a big win um, in Las Vegas. He picks up the win there. We'll talk about that and more here on Mostly Motorsports. It's all brought to you by Lucas Oil Products. It works. We'll be right back. Stay tuned. You're listening to Mostly Motorsports with Scott Trailer. There is less than one hundredth of an inch of motor oil protecting your car's engine. Friction and heat causes engine oil to experience thermal breakdown, weakening its ability to protect the engine and its parts. Lucas Heavy Duty Oil Stabilizer is specially formulated to resist thermal breakdown, protect vital engine parts, and extend the life of your engine. It also stops smoking, knocking, and oil consumption in worn engines. Lucas Heavy Duty Oil Stabilizer. Keep that engine alive. Go harder, faster, stronger with Rod and Supply. Whether you are running industrial, farming equipment, or a race car, Rod and Supply has the assortment of rod ends, radius rods, and specialty products that will help you lead the field in performance. Our superior design means our rod ends last longer and perform better, giving you the edge on the track and saving you money. Contact Rod and Supply or order online today at rodandsupply.com. We don't just sell them, we race them. Rodandsupply.com. Serving the racing community for over 30 years. Next to your vehicle's engine, your transmission is the most important component of your car. If it's not properly maintained, your car may not shift properly. By adding Lucas Transmission Fix to your transmission, it cleans and lubricates sticking valves for proper shifting, renews worn bands to stop slipping, stops seal leaks, will not void new car warranties, contains no harmful solvents. Lucas Transmission Fix, it works. Here at Specialty Sportswear, in-house, we do all of the screen printing, all the embroidery. We do some vinyl. The other add specialty items like your pens, magnets, notepads, calendars. You can actually buy that, build your business, and make it larger. We have the largest screen printing process and the largest embroidery anywhere around in the area. We can do stuff all the way from your school clubs to sports teams, a professional look in the office. If you can imagine it, we can do it for you. Missouri's must play away. Osage National Golf Resort. Three nine hole courses to choose from at the Lake of the Ozarks in the Osage River Valley. Stay and play packages in our first class condos. A beautiful clubhouse complete with pro shop and exercise facilities. A large pool for relaxation and families. The Eagle View Sports Bar and Grill. Great wedding facilities. Go online and make your tea time today. One of the main reasons for poor vehicle performance is a dirty fuel system. It can cause decreased fuel economy and actually do harm to your engine over time. By adding Lucas Fuel Treatment to your vehicle, it cleans and lubricates the entire fuel system, pump, carburetors, fuel injectors, and valves as you drive. It also improves your vehicle's performance. It's a non-solvent product designed to protect both gasoline and diesel engines. Lucas Fuel Treatment, it works. 
Race fans, the National Sprint Car Hall of Fame and Museum is open seven days a week, year-round, for you to come in and check out all of the wonderful race cars on display in the museum. And our online store at SprintCarStuff.com is open 24 hours a day for you to check out everything that we have in stock for Sprint Car fans. Whether it's for a birthday, anniversary, or Christmas, SprintCarStuff.com has it all. That's at the National Sprint Car Hall of Fame and Museum in Knoxville. At Lucas Oil, we take pride in creating problem-solving products to make your car care easier. We protect your vehicle and make it run longer so you can focus on the things that matter most. Whether it's commuting to work, visiting a loved one, taking the kids where they need to go, going to the big game, or anywhere life takes you, Lucas Oil is committed to getting you there for all of life's important moments. Lucas Oil, it works. You're listening to Mostly Motorsports with Scott Trailer. Welcome back to Mostly Motorsports. I'm Scott Trailer, along with producer Austin O'Neill, Kirk Elliott sitting in with us. My best friend right here, besides my ex-wife, Kirk Elliott, by the way. Hey, we didn't... What about Deidre? Deidre's up there. She's your best friend, too. Yeah, Deidre's right there. <laughs> I, I got you, Deidre, and Sharon. Or, yep. Are the three people that I care about the most, and of course we got Austin right here. We got Austin. He, he he's 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 over there. Hey, so John Forrest's body blew off. He, oh, he blew man. up, right? What a gigantic explosion that was! Blew the body thirty feet in the air off that car. And of course, when you're in a funny car, you got all that fire in front of you. That was a pretty scary situation. Fortunately, the safety safari got there, got that fire put out, and. John crawled out a little bit gingerly out of that race car. When they interviewed shaking. him after the race, he was uh, he was a subdued John Forrest, very happy that he was able to walk away. Yeah. Is it time for John to give it up? You know, after that interview I saw yesterday, he might. Think I about wonder it. how much longer he's going to do this. I really, I really wonder, because hmm. he he was in a subdued m mood right there, and uh, I don't know. I don't know how much longer he's been through a lot of those kinds of things before, you know. Yeah. He's had a lot of close calls in his life and been through a he lot a worse pretty, situations than that. He had a pretty that. nasty one at Heartland Park Topeka, though, one year, didn't he? Uh, well, at uh, Motorplex at Texas. And that he, when he came back from that, his first win was at oh, Heartland, at Heartland Park Topeka. And yeah. then he jumped over the fence and went up into the crowd. Yeah. Yeah, I remember that. Hey, Kirk, uh, Lucas Oil extends their partnership with the NHRA, right? They do. The Lucas Oil Drag Racing Series, that's the, uh, not the high end level of it, but the, you know, the drag, the divisional drag racing and so forth. Regional the regional drag racing, which they've been a part of for a number of years, they just extended that partnership over the next uh, several years. So uh, Three Lucas years, Oil, right? Yep, Lucas Oil Drag Racing Series continues for the NHRA. Yeah, uh, Kirk, uh, let's talk a little bit uh, first before we get into that. I I, I want to remind everybody about the 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 2023 Z06 Corvette that they're going to be giving away. It's got the Z07 performance package on it. It's pearl white Metallica tri-coat color. And they're going to give you $25,000. Oh, was this the... That was it, right? That is it. Right in the middle of uh, my my pitch here. So, John Force, 
We were just seeing the on the big screen here. Yeah. The John Force explosion. Anyway, so uh, if if you want to try to have a chance to win this uh, 2023 Z06 uh, Corvette with the Z07 performance package on it, again, this this car makes 760 horsepower. It's a 5.5 LT6 V8 engine. It goes from 0 to 60 in 2.6 seconds. It's an 8-speed automatic. Um, it's got the larger wheels, tires, brakes. It's got an aero package on it. This is a real, real, real nice Corvette. And it's as is, is close to it as a real street race car as anything that you can get. So, anyway, I don't want to look at that, Kirk. I'm trying to do a live read right now. You're trying to get me to look at the screen, and I'm trying to do a live read right now. What What are you doing? You can't walk and chew gum at the same time? I, I can do it. I can do it. You, you want me to interfere with you while you're doing a live read? You do it all the time. I, I do it all the time. Anyway, um, so if you want to have a chance to win this uh, this great Corvette, you can go to winaz06corvette.com. That's winaz06corvette.com to have a chance to win that. And don't forget, they still you still have time to win the uh, complete race-ready 410 Sprint card that they're giving away. Um, they're going to be giving that away on Friday, December 16th. And you can do so. Um, you can buy your raffle tickets at SprintCarRaffle.com. That's SprintCarRaffle.com. They're also going to give you $25,000 as well for the taxes on that as well as the Corvette. So a lot going on up at the National Sprint Car Hall of Fame and Museum right now. And uh, Bob Baker is just a great, great ambassador for um, not only racing boys, but for the National Sprint Car Hall of Fame and Museum as well. Yeah, that cash to pay your taxes. That's a, because yeah, you still got to pay taxes on it, right? Right. You earn that. And you got to have the cash to do it. That's why they're going to give you twenty five thousand dollars. Yeah, that's great. Um, Tammy, I, I think Tammy went to uh, BAPS this last weekend. She said it, it was a hidden gem of a track, perfect size for four tens, a real nice crowd for a, a seasonally warm day. Brett Marks over Danny Dietrich surprised Anthony Macri was a no-show. Now, why wouldn't he show up there? I don't know. I don't know why he wouldn't show up. But um, Brett Marks, you know, there for a bit, I thought uh, Devin Borden was going to win that race. But, you know, Brett Marks is just too relentless. He just pounds and pounds and pounds and just breaks down a guy that's leading and uh devin borden a, a guy that traveled with us on the luxor ascs national sprint car tour it's so it's a funny story that i talk about devin borden when we went out to pennsylvania devin borden was running full-time with the luxor ascs national sprint car tour but when we got out to pa Somebody offered him a ride, and he took the ride, and he stayed out there ever since, and he's been running out in PA this entire time. Yeah, he became a, a true member of the posse, didn't he? He did, yeah. Yeah, because when we got to know him and meet him, he was a Northwest guy. Yeah, Pacific Northwest guy. His yeah. dad was a champion uh, 
I think his dad won championships up at Skagit a couple of years. His dad was a pretty good sprint car. He won that big well. race. Where was that? Grays Harbor that he won? No, the, I don't think he ever won at. Uh, didn't he win an ASCS national race out there? Gosh, I don't remember that. And it seemed like it was Grays Harbor, but I could be mistaken. It could have been. You but, were there, so. I see Alex Bowman was out there racing. Right. How about that? Yeah. He came out that uh, concussion protocol stuff for come back and race that one last weekend at Phoenix. And, you know, a lot of people are questioning whether he'd even get back in a sprint car. But there he is. Yeah. That, 55 car. Uh, that would make me a little bit nervous, wouldn't it make you? Yeah, but Coming I guess. Coming off of a concussion. And then he had that wreck in the last race there. Yeah. And he hit the wall head on. Yeah, so I mean, I'm I'm a little surprised to yeah. see you jump back in a sprint car there at BAPS. Yeah, no doubt. What do we have? Uh, looks like nine cars finished the race. No, uh, 12 cars, 13 cars finished the race. I'm sorry, I was looking at the car number. 13 cars. No, I think 12 finished, right? Tw you're right. Right. 12, 12 cars finished. 13th was a DNF. Yep. Um, so, you know... I think what I'm going to do next year, Kirk, just so you know, I think I'm going to take the motor home and I'm going to go out there and I'm going to go out and do the, do a speed week or something out there in PA. I'd love to be able to do that and get out there to see all of our friends that listen to the show each and every day. Here during PA Sprint Week. Don't they have a Pennsylvania speed week out there? Wouldn't that be great to go out and do that? Yeah. Yeah. Go to Port Royal and Grandview will be back open again next year. Uh, Lincoln Speedway, Williams Grove. Baps. Baps. Yeah, a lot of great racetracks Man, out there. Man, I would love to go out there and do that. Um, I, I, so Jerome says, uh, I can't wait to for the Silver Dollar Nationals at Houston Speedway. We talked about that a little bit the other day, didn't we, Kurt? Yeah, when uh, Lucas Oil released their schedule for 2023, we really weren't sure where the Silver Dollar Nationals were headed. It makes a lot of sense, though, to take it up to Houston, yeah. doesn't it? Yeah, and I, we all kind of figured that was the place that, that was going to go. They scheduled a, an event right ahead of the Silver Dollar Nationals at I-80 at Houston's that same week, and I think it was as a test run to see how that would work. And they had a good show up there that night. Right. And Todd Quaring is one of the very few promoters that would have the wherewithal to stage an event like that. And he had two different racetracks he could take it to. And my question was whether, you know, it'd be Houston's or Jackson. So Houston's it is. And, man, what a season that's going to be with a month ahead of the Silver Dollar Nationals, the high bank nationals that will pay $250,000 to win. Isn't that that's nuts? That's crazy. Uh, Tammy said, we will welcome you with open arms. All 10 races at PA Speed Week are within two hour, within a two-hour drive or ride. That would be a great week. Oh, man. I, I, I think I might just go out there next year. Take the motorhome out there. Sure. Yeah. That would be good. That would be a lot of fun. Be able to go out there and just hang out with all the PA posse people. Man. They get great fans in Pennsylvania. They're sprint car fans out there. They're knowledgeable and they're diehard. Right. 
and uh, just just great fan base out there for sprint car racing. Kirk uh, Dominic Selzy, he sweeps the weekend down at Coca Paul Speedway in uh, uh, Yuma. What'd you think about that weekend, Dominic Selzy? I did not get to see that race. Uh, you tell me. Uh, Dominic has had uh, has had a lot of success this year, and uh, he goes down there to Coca Paul Speedway. It looked like he was driving a different race car. What car was he driving down the there? The four car. Do you know anything about that car, Austin? Do you know anything about that number four car? That's his car. That is his car. It's just a throwback car to Todd Ventura. Oh, it is. It was the first car Roth owned. Oh. How about old Sammy Swindell running fourth the other night? Man, that's a pretty good run for him in the 01 car. 67-year-old Sammy Swindell. Yeah. Did you feel at, 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 there was a time during that one during that race that I thought that Ryan Timms was going to run down Dominic Selzy? What did you think about that, Austin? Did you see that? Didn't watch it. You didn't watch it? Nope. Mm. Yeah, I was looking at that. Uh, it, I see now it was the number 41, and it was just a different look. A throwback to what? The 41S car. I don't know. I, I'm not familiar. What What's the throwback scheme on that? B Packers. It was for the Dennis Roth Classic uh, a couple of weeks ago. It was the uh, throwback card, I believe the first card Dennis Roth owned that Todd Ventura drove. Oh, I got gotcha. you. Austin McCarl did pretty good. He ran third. He got a podium finish. Um, but I, I thought Ryan Timms was going to make a little bit of a run there. Well, he started 15th, didn't he? Yeah. Yeah. He, he worked his how way How close right did up. he end up at, at the end? Um, I don't know how close he was there at the end. I watched a lot of races this weekend, so it, it's hard for me to 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 remember exactly how close he was there at the end of the race, but he was kind of making a little bit of a run on him at the end of the race there. So yeah, that, that race I didn't get to watch. Why why didn't you watch it, Kurt? I didn't have the uh, the subscription for the Speed Sport. Speed Sport. Mm. I guess I could have, but I, I just didn't have it. I watched one race this weekend on uh, Flow, and that was the late model race down at Sonoya, Georgia. That was all I watched. Outside of the drag racing and a little bit of Formula One the Peach, racing. The Peach State Classic. The Peach State Classic. Yeah. Which they were lucky to get that event in. Hurricane blew through there. We talked on Saturday morning. They put the tarps on the racetrack to save the track so they could race on it on Friday night. And they got the whole weekend in. But, uh, man, what a night for Ricky Thornton Jr. Did you see just that trophy blasted with all the, through the field. Did you see that trophy with all the peaches in it? That was cool. Yeah. That's a great-looking trophy. Yeah, no doubt. Um, so He big, pretty much dominated that race. Talk oh, about it a little dominate. bit. Oh, dominate. I mean, he started up front, and there was no yellow flags for the whole 75-lap run, and he lapped up to the fifth-place car, and his final margin of victory was 10.2 seconds. Uh, he, he, he destroyed him. Killed him. Absolutely destroyed him. And he had it working bottom high everywhere. Once he got at, when he started out the race, he just kept it right down at the bottom of the racetrack. But even when he got to lap traffic, he, every time he went up high, he just blasted right by him. Yeah. So, I mean, it was just as dominating a performance as we've seen all year. And uh, Ricky Thornton Jr. becomes, 
I think, what did they say, the 11th different, or what was it? 11 out of 12 of those flow racing? Right. That's it. 11 out of 12 11 races. winners out of or, 12 flow. Or, or maybe flow, it was 10 out of 11. Something like that. Something like that, yeah. So, uh, only one double, only one person has won two races, right? Yeah. Who was that? Would that be Davenport? I don't know. Mm. But Brandon Shepard won the overall championship. He was there in their family car. Of course, most of what he did was in the Rocket House car this year. Yeah. Uh, Hudson O'Neill was second. And Devin Moran, who uh, started off the season down there in Florida, had a really good start of the season, but really hasn't shown that much this year. Uh, He ended up running third lap. Yeah. Down there at the uh, Peach State Classic. Yeah, that was uh, that was fun weekend racing down there. Ten second lead. Can you ten point two seconds at the end? And like I say, he got up to the fifth place car. He lapped all but the top five. He got up to the lapped all but the top five cars. Hmm. So big night for the. Uh, I don't think this flow night. The flow racing night in america series this year was pretty cool to watch paid a lot of money had a lot of big uh big shows in the middle of the week and uh drew a lot of great cars throughout the year so i thought that was a big success for the first year they put that on yeah no doubt um pete said on saturday morning wing nation brad sweet said he may have to pick and choose schedule for 2023 he is exploring options. Wow. Whoa. That's big news. I can't see. He's a co-promoter of the uh, high, high Limit series, right? Yeah, but uh, here's the thing. I can't see him not. Austin, and, and see, see if you agree with me on this. But when you're the champion in the world of outlaws, it pays really good to show up and run those races each each night right i don't know what it pays to for the championship uh for the the person that won the championship the year before it's got to be 750 or a thousand dollars doesn't it do you know austin off top of your head to win a championship no 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 the tow money that you get the following year if you're the defending champion I think you get seven fifty or a thousand dollars. I think it is. Everybody gets tow money. It's a part of the platinum package. They get tow money, uh, show up money. But the champion money. gets more money than the rest of the people. They might, but they do. I know that for a fact. It's just like an ASCS. So that'd be very the champion surprising. gets more money than the rest of the people. Saying so he drives for Casey Kane, wouldn't Casey Kane want to? Continue that? Or they, I, 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 I just, I can't believe that that uh, Casey Kane wouldn't want his car running. Or is there going to be a different loss. driver in the 49 car? No. Because Casey Kane's going to field that 49 car for the entire World of Outlaw season. I can't imagine that he wouldn't do that. Right. Uh, Sweet could just be posturing to put a little pressure on the World Racing Group to let drivers run a few high-limit races in 2023. That could be. Well, I think they're going to do that if it's not close by of where they're going to have an, uh, 
an event that weekend. Mm -hmm. You know, if it's a high limits race, you know, 500 miles away from where they're going to run the World of Outlaws that weekend, I think the World of Outlaws will have them do it. Mm -hmm. I think where they got a real issue is, is if you stage one of these high limit events within a few hours of an uh, event you've got coming up for that weekend. Mm -hmm. Caleb says uh, Casey also ran his second car himself and ran some pick and choose too. So, um, what was Casey wasn't a member of the Platinum? Austin, plan. would you be surprised if Brad Sweet doesn't run with the World of Outlaws next year? Would you be surprised by that? Yes. I, I mean, it's it's up to Casey. He doesn't drive for Brad Sweet. He drives for Casey Kane. And if Casey wants right. to run with the Outlaws, you got to do what your boss says or lose a ride. But sure. he's he's in a unique situation. Uh, you know, Casey is well, pretty much made of money. Uh, right now and, and has the funding to do whatever he wants to do and uh, you know that money that you know Brad gets on the the outlaw side is is nice but you know we don't know what it's like for him to get paid is he, is he on salary or is he on you know is it is a payment by where you finish in each race so if he's on salary he doesn't care where he races you just get to go race and you know you're going to get a check from That's Casey true. Kane every week so yeah it, it, I don't know. We'll, we'll we'll find out. There's still a lot of information to come out on this platinum agreement deal, and you know Brian Carter's going to do you know what makes sense for the outlaws because that high limit is never no series will ever overrule or overtake the outlaws, and and they understand that, and they're not going to let anybody you know have have control of them. So he's he's going to do the right thing uh, and, and and make the right decision and if you agree with it or if you don't agree with it that's your choice and and you do what what please, pleases you. Yeah. And I don't think they really wanted to uh, challenge the outlaws for supremacy. I don't think that was the stated goal of the high limit series. They just wanted to add opportunities uh, for racers to, to make, make more money. More money. That's yeah. it. Yeah. They didn't want to they didn't want to try to take over the outlaws. No, I don't think their intentions were to do no. that at all. Right. No doubt. All right, we're going to take another break, and we're going to wrap up the show when we come back. Uh, again, it's mostly motorsports, and it's all brought to you by Lucas Oil Products. It works. We'll be back with more in a moment. Stay tuned. You're listening to Mostly Motorsports with Scott Trailer. There is less than one hundredth of an inch of motor oil protecting your car's engine. Friction and heat causes engine oil to experience thermal breakdown, weakening its ability to protect the engine and its parts. Lucas Heavy Duty Oil Stabilizer is specially formulated to resist thermal breakdown, protect vital engine parts, and extend the life of your engine. It also stops smoking, knocking, and oil consumption in worn engines. Lucas Heavy Duty Oil Stabilizer. Keep that engine alive. Go harder, faster, stronger with Rod and Supply. Whether you are running industrial, farming equipment, or a race car, Rod and Supply has the assortment of rod ends, radius rods, and specialty products that will help you lead the field in performance. Our superior design means our rod ends last longer and perform better, giving you the edge on the track and saving you money. Contact Rod and Supply or order online today at rodandsupply.com. We don't just sell them, we race them. Rodandsupply.com, serving the racing community for over 30 years. Next to your vehicle's engine, your transmission is the most important component of your car. If it's not properly maintained, your car may not shift properly. 
by adding Lucas Transmission Fix to your transmission. It cleans and lubricates sticking valves for proper shifting, renews worn bands to stop slipping, stops seal leaks, will not void new car warranties, contains no harmful solvents. Lucas Transmission Fix, it works. Here at Specialty Sportswear, in-house, we do all of the screen printing, all the embroidery. We do some vinyl. The other ad specialty items like your pens, magnets, notepads, calendars. You can actually buy that, build your business, to make it larger. We have the largest screen printing process and the largest embroidery anywhere around in the area. We can do stuff all the way from your school clubs to sports teams, a professional look in the office. If you can imagine it, we can do it for you. Missouri's must play Osage National Country Resort. Three nine hole courses to choose from at the Lake of the Ozarks in the Osage River Valley. Stay and play packages in our first class condos. A beautiful clubhouse complete with pro shop and exercise facilities. A large pool for relaxation and families. The Eagle View Sports Bar and Grill. Great wedding facilities. Go online and make your tea time today. One of the main reasons for poor vehicle performance is a dirty fuel system. It can cause decreased fuel economy and actually do harm to your engine over time. By adding Lucas Fuel Treatment to your vehicle, it cleans and lubricates the entire fuel system. Pump, carburetors, fuel injectors, and valves as you drive. It also improves your vehicle's performance. It's a non-solvent product designed to protect both gasoline and diesel engines. Lucas Fuel Treatment. It works. Race fans, the National Sprint Car Hall of Fame and Museum is open seven days a week, year-round, for you to come in and check out all of the wonderful race cars on display in the museum. And our online store at SprintCarStuff.com is open 24 hours a day for you to check out everything that we have in stock for Sprint Car fans. Whether it's for a birthday, anniversary, or Christmas, SprintCarStuff.com has it all. That's at the National Sprint Car Hall of Fame and Museum in Knoxville. At Lucas Oil, we take pride in creating problem-solving products to make your car care easier. We protect your vehicle and make it run longer so you can focus on the things that matter most. Whether it's commuting to work, visiting a loved one, taking the kids where they need to go, going to the big game, or anywhere life takes you, Lucas Oil is committed to getting you there for all of life's important moments. Lucas Oil, it works. You're listening to Mostly Motorsports with Scott Trailer. Welcome back to Mostly Motorsports. Again, I'm Scott Trailer along with Austin O'Neill. Kirk Elliott hanging out with us as he does each and every Monday and Friday. Kirk, I appreciate you coming in and hanging out with us, bud. Yeah, it's... Uh a lot of fun. Hey, um, so did you see that Dirt Vision now has a 24-hour channel? Yeah, I I saw that they were going to put that up. Is that they've already launched it? It's already been launched, right? And I'm like what Flow does, it, it it's very similar to what Flow does. What do you think about that? I don't. You know, I don't watch a lot of stuff like that in the off sea. I, you know, a lot of people do that go back and watch archives and old races and stuff to get them through the winter. You don't watch don't, old races? Typically I don't. 
You know, I, I know a lot of people do, though. You know, Jeff Christensen uh, has a lot of old video yep. from back in the day. Maybe we should start a 24-hour channel. Well, we've got a lot of that video up there right now that people can access and watch. A lot of ASCS video, don't we? Yeah. How many years? How many years did we do video, Kurt? Uh, eight years, something like that. Eight, eight, nine years. Yeah, something like that. Hmm. I don't know that a twenty-four hour channel. I guess it's good. You know, we have it on what. One of our screens, that 24-7 channel, right. that you just kind of keep going as kind of background and stuff. I suppose it would serve that purpose, but to me, if I really want to go back and watch an old race, I'll just go back and look up the race I want to see and watch it. So what is the real purpose of a 24-7 channel? Is it to it's always, you know, pop it on there? Okay, let's see what they got up there. Is that is that what a lot of people's viewing habits are is... You know, they'll just check to see what the 24-7 channel is, and if there might be something on there I might be interested in watching at that time. What do you think, Austin? What What is the draw of a 24-7 video channel? Well, it keeps their, their website relevant when we're in the middle of what we're dealing with right now, and that's hardly any racing. Yeah, downtime. Uh, I mean, it's – you can go back and – I mean, it's uh, – a lot of race teams, uh, you know, have that channel playing in, in their shop, you know, throughout the, the offseason. It, it's easy for someone just to go, or even in your house, just to click on the 24-7 deal. You never know what you're going to have. Usually, it, it you know, if we're going we're gonna to have the, the Gateway Dirt Nationals here in about two weeks. So, leading up to that week, we're going to have replays of, of every, you know, dome race uh, up to this point. Um, you know, when it's shootout time, we'll have shootout races or... You know, it just exposes some of the content, um, you know, on there that, you know, you maybe don't get to see. So it's it, it's actually really beneficial for them to to do that. And it just, you know, if someone's at the shop, they turn the, the 24-hour channel on because you don't have to go up there and touch it the rest of the day. You touch it once and you're done until you turn it off to go home. Let it roll. And, and you never know what you're going to see. And, and it, um, you know, you get to see either – Stuff that's going on this year that you missed, or you know, older races back in the day that you know are nostalgic and that uh, you know they they have archives of that you can't find anywhere else, and and it just it, it's it's a good mix all around, and it's something that you know I, I I enjoy watching, you know, when when I can have it on in the background. Good explanation. Yeah, no doubt. You've convinced me. How about uh, Bobby Pierce, uh, sourced victory, picks up the 40K out there in Las Vegas, Kirk? Yeah, you watched that race out there. I, I guess did. we had it on here before the show a little bit earlier. He stomped him about like Ricky Thornton Jr. did the other night down in Georgia. He annihilated him. He yeah, Jonathan Davenport had absolutely nothing for Bobby Pierce. Yeah, nor did uh, Billy Moyer Sr. or Tim McCready. That was some pretty good racing between second, third, and fourth, though, um, at one point. Tanner English was in there a little bit, too. He was running pretty good. Great run for uh, Billy Moyer Sr. He had a, if I remember, uh, the World of Outlaw race down at 81 Speedway here a couple of weeks back. He had a great run that night, too. So Billy Moyer Sr., uh, one of the great late-model racers of all time. I'd say he and Scott Bloomquist are on the 
certainly on the Mount Rushmore of late model racers. Billy Moyer Sr., when you talk about the all-time greats, he is right up there. The man is still getting it done. Right. Running up front. Um, i I got to say that Tim McCready did pretty good last night. He, it, Tim finished third in the B main, started 21st, and worked his way all the way up to fourth place. And he had third place there for a little while. He yep. got past Brandon, no, well, Brandon Overton passed uh, Tim McCready, and then Overton blew up. That's what happened. I, I You know, I when I saw Overton, the 76 car, a puff of smoke come out of his car, I, I'm not sure that he blew up or if he blew a rear end or if he blew a transmission or whatever. He broke something. He broke something. But some smoke come out of his car. And that happened right after he passed McCready. Right. But yeah. still, that's that's a great charge up through the field for Tim McCready, the reigning Lucas Oil late model champion. Uh, the Tanner English, he, he ran pretty good. He was up there. He's been running good lately. Yeah, he has been running good. And, and Chase Youngins, he ended up running sixth. He did pretty good. He yeah. came from 15th to run sixth. So that tells you the track conditions were pretty good. $40,000 for Bobby Pierce. Only thing I didn't like about the track is is that just everybody was ripping the top. Top heavy, wasn't it? Top it was, dominant. It was top dominant for sure. Yeah. That's, uh, you know, another one of these places like, you know, we talked about Charlotte and Texas Motor Speedway. This is a, a Bruton Smith or the, you know, the SMS. SMI. SMI owned facility, Las Vegas, Texas, and Charlotte all are, and they built terrific dirt track facilities except for one thing. The dirt isn't the, all that great the at dirt any is of these shit. places. Right. Yeah. The dirt's just not very good. So you're getting ready to watch some midget racing here over the next few nights. We got uh, we got a race tomorrow night at Bakersfield. Yeah. See the midgets in action here coming up. I I'm all about it. The Hangtown uh, race is going on at Placerville Speedway this weekend. Pays twenty thousand dollars to win. I see they've got entry list of about fifty drivers that are getting ready to uh, take that on. I was just looking through some of the uh, entry. Uh, I see Cannon McIntosh, of course, will be there. Justin Grant, Michael Pickens uh, from uh, New Zealand. We've got uh, Corey Day, who we've seen race sprint cars all year, is going to be there. Of course, all the usuals with the USAC midgets. Uh, will be there, but I'm just kind of paging down to see who else is going to be there, and I don't see Kyle Larson's name. I don't look for him to run much midget racing in the off season if he's not going to be at the Chili Bowl, right? He's going to be a late model racer now. Yeah. What do you think about that? Uh, I'm okay with it. Hey, I say, you know, Kyle wants to do whatever – he wants to do that's that's great. If he wants to go run late models in the off season this year, uh, more power to him. Go for it. Yeah. Um, so uh, Brandon Shepard ended up winning the uh, the championship for the Floor Racing Night in America. Right. Yeah. yeah. Yeah, and he was out there with the family car this weekend. Most of those races were in the Rocket House car. Uh, of course, that's going to go to Hudson O'Neill next year who uh, 
Hudson was driving the 71 this time, but he's going to be in the number one next year. Yeah. Kirk, I really appreciate you coming in and hanging out with us on Mondays. It's always good to talk to you and hang out with you. Yeah, we're running out of races here to watch you, on you, the weekends. You, you're gonna, you, I'm going to need you this, this winter. <laughs> yeah, for sure. So what was the big weekend for you there, Austin? What was the big race for you this weekend, the Formula One race? Yeah, that was only the really th- only really thing interesting that was on. So it was it was good. Uh sad you you you're shitting me. That's the only thing that was interesting <laughs> going on. Is I'm not going to watch a 18 car field at Cocopa. I'll, I'll pass on that. Um Vegas doesn't do anything for me. There was 27 uh, cars at Cocopa, by the way. Just that's so you know. not what I saw. 27 cars were there. That's not what I saw, but I, I, I'm telling you, there was 27 cars there. You watched it, you know. There, I watched. Oh, it. Then my sources are wrong. I need a. There was 27 re- cars there. Well, off that discussion with who provides me information, but um, well, yeah. whoever gave you that information was wrong. There was 27 cars there. On all, both all, nights. All you got to look to is the finishing order, and they started 27 cars. And they had that same number both nights. All right? you got to do is just look at the finishing results. Twenty-seven cars. ASCS Southwest Region event. Right. That's a lot of cars in the A main. And listen, actually, they started. Why, why wouldn't anybody want to watch that race? Dominic Selzy, yeah. Ryan Timms, Austin McCarl, Sammy Swindell. There was a lot of good racers that were there running. They had 20. Logan Foiler. There was a lot of good ones. They there. had twenty-eight cars there. And three of them didn't start the race, so they had 25 start the race, but 28 cars were in attendance right. on Saturday night. Yeah. So, whoever gave you your information. How many cars started that F1 race on uh, Sunday? 20? All 20 of them. That's the max <laughs> field that they have. 20 cars. There you go. 20 cars. Your Red Bull team didn't do well, did they? They did not. It's, uh, you know, with, with them, with the series constantly being the world-class series that it is, and it, it travels around, you know, through different, you know, countries and continents, it, you endure a lot of different climates. And, and the climate they, they were dealt with down there was a lot colder than I guess they expected. And, and, and the engine tune-up that they brought with them just uh, wasn't suitable for them, and it was really suitable for Ferrari and Mercedes. And, uh, you know, halfway through the race, you know, the weather changes and it almost rains them out. Almost had rain come in and, and throw another wrench at the at the race. But, um, you know, two safety cars, almost had a third one. You know, championship contenders, um, you know, going at it. Uh, you know, teammates feuding at the end of it. Uh, you know, sometimes, you know, you don't need a lot of passes for the lead to have entertainment. Um, and now, we who, saw, were, like, who were the teammates feuding? Uh, that was that would be Max and and. and Sergio Perez with Red Bull. That's not a little context behind the story there. Max was was received a penalty early in the race, was sent back to about 15th and, and worked his way up into the top five and and was riding behind his teammate. And, uh, you know, his teammate is, is still fighting for second place in the driver's standings. And, uh, you know, he definitely had a faster car, and, and the team allowed him to pass him to go take points away from Ferrari. But if he did not get to them by the last corner of the last lap, he was told to get the spot back. Did not get the spot back um, due to reasons unknown. Um, and it has a lot of a lot of turmoil inside Red Bull right now. And it's not good going into the, the season finale race. And 
Sergio has been probably the best teammate you could ask for in Formula One in the past two years. Uh, and the only reason why Max has won two championships is because of his teammates. So not not somebody you want to make mad um, and get on their bad side with. So hopefully they can work it out, move on, and and continue to be the dominant team next year. So you, you say that you didn't want to watch a race with 17 cars, but you want to watch a race with 20. But that's okay because that's just what it is in F1. That's yeah. That's that's. We're not adding cars. We're not getting getting cars taken away. That's that's the max field. It's no different than Cup racing. He had forty two cars, forty three cars. Uh, you know, five, six, seven years ago. They still have thirty six cars. Not forty three. Still thirty six. They lowered the number down because they couldn't get cars. That's embarrassing. Well, it, it, it's not embarrassing. It it, it, it it's. I think it's more embarrassing to have 20 cars in what you call the premier racing series in the world, and they only have 20 cars. They had 26 on the grid in 2012. So they, they've got less cars than they had in 2012. So that's embarrassing, isn't it? No, because the, the, the series Hold is on. still now, growing. They had 26. They got 20. <laughs> isn't that a little embarrassing? If they if they drop from forty three to thirty six, isn't that it, it, it's equally embarrassing? Isn't sure, it? if you want to think of it that way. Yeah, but I thought you hated NASCAR. You always sit on here and and gripe and complain about talking NASCAR, and you're sticking up for them right now. Uh, That's kind of surprising. Uh, I'm not really sticking up for them. I'm just comparing apples to apples. <laughs> That's all. Choose a side of the fence. Uh, I I I I I don't. To be honest with you, it. it Neither one of them do much for me, to be honest with you. So anyway, a big weekend for Mercedes and George Russell, who wins his first F1 race. How about that? Right. Teammate Lewis Hamilton, number two. Hmm. I watched that uh, that sprint race, the F1, on Saturday. I was flipping around channels, and I thought it was kind of cool. That it was a short race, and... Uh, it was short. I was entertained by that. They called it a sprint race to set up the starting grid, which I think after watching that, that's what they ought to do for all those races. Don't you think, Austin? Well, it gives guys a second chance. And, and Saturday, it was, uh, take the back Friday, we had a lot of rain moving in the area during qualifying, and, and you saw a lot of cars like our American team Haas uh, start on the pole or earn the pole, which put them on the pole of the sprint race, and a lot of other slower teams uh, kind of up in the top ten and and, you know, a lot of the faster teams that missed a tire choice are mired back behind the top ten. So it gives those guys a second chance to to improve their starting spot for Sunday. So, yes, it's it's something that, you know, they've added more races you know, onto the this the calendar for this year than they did the year prior. Um, and I believe that's that's the goal for next year, too. So it might turn into something that we have every week um, or it might be another every other week, you know, you know, program. But. Yeah, it's it's definitely created created some some drama and, and some excitement, um, you know, heading into to Sunday. Yeah, because the stands looked packed on Saturday, as they did on Sunday. Yeah, so. they had three hundred thousand people there, and uh, I think that was the overall attendance for every day of of the whole weekend. And I don't think anybody, uh, you know, missed one minute of action or one lap of action all all weekend long. Yeah, when they put those attendance figures out, like four hundred and forty thousand, that was at circuit of america a couple weeks ago that's for the weekend right that's weekend attendance is it not no that's daily attendance it is yep wow 
Mm-hmm. A lot of people. Right. Um, I think the Racing Boys should let Austin try a F1-based show. Let uh, let host Austin choose the schedule and the format. He'd be good at it. Boy, there's nobody that knows more about F1 racing than Austin O'Neill uh, that I know. Well, you're more than welcome to sit down here and do a show. He can. I tell you what, Austin is as good as breaking down the F1 races as anybody I've heard. Mm. That's fact. Maybe good job, Austin. Maybe Formula One needs uh, somebody like you to work for him. Uh, there's a lot more people out there that are are highly or have more education than I do on the series and and have uh, more experience that that already fill that role, but. Um, I'll, I'll stick to just being a, a, a supporting fan. Um, Tammy says she heard Bob Pierce senior is no longer building the Pierce platinum late model chassis. He still will build modifieds. So Bobby will switch to Longhorn chassis in 2023. Wow. Yeah. That's big news. Yeah, that is big news. No doubt. And, you know, how good Bobby has done with those cars. You put him in a Longhorn chassis, look out. Could be deadly. Yeah. He could be really good. He gets most out of a race car of anybody out there. Yeah, no doubt. All right. Well, thanks, everybody, for tuning in to the show today. I'm not sure who we're going to have on tomorrow. We're going to work on that, try to find somebody to have on the show tomorrow. Um, on Tuesday, we hope that you'll join us. It's all brought to you by Lucas Oil Products. It works for Austin O'Neill, for Kirk Elliott. I'm Scott Trailer saying thanks for joining us here on Mostly Motorsports. We'll see you tomorrow. One of the main reasons for poor vehicle performance is a dirty fuel system. It can cause decreased fuel economy and actually do harm to your engine over time. By adding Lucas Fuel Treatment to your vehicle, it cleans and lubricates the entire fuel system, pump, carburetors, fuel injectors, and valves as you drive. It also improves your vehicle's performance. It's a non-solvent product designed to protect both gasoline and diesel engines. Lucas Fuel Treatment. It works. Go harder, faster, stronger with Rod and Supply. Whether you are running industrial, farming equipment, or a race car, Rod and Supply has the assortment of rod ends, radius rods, and specialty products that will help you lead the field in performance. Our superior design means our rod ends last longer and perform better, giving you the edge on the track and saving you money. Contact Rod and Supply or order online today at rodandsupply.com. We don't just sell them, we race them. Rodandsupply.com, serving the racing community for over 30 years. Race fans, the National Sprint Car Hall of Fame and Museum is open seven days a week, year-round, for you to come in and check out all of the wonderful race cars on display in the museum. And our online store at SprintCarStuff.com is open 24 hours a day for you to check out everything that we have in stock for Sprint Car fans. Whether it's for a birthday, anniversary, or Christmas, SprintCarStuff.com has it all. That's at the National Sprint Car Hall of Fame and Museum in Knoxville. At Lucas Oil, we take pride in creating problem-solving products to make your car care easier. 
We protect your vehicle and make it run longer so you can focus on the things that matter most. Whether it's commuting to work, visiting a loved one, taking the kids where they need to go, going to the big game, or anywhere life takes you, Lucas Oil is committed to getting you there for all of life's important moments. Lucas Oil, it works.